Life is full of important decisions, and they all have consequences, large or small, positive or negative, intended or unintended. Would you consider yourself wise when it comes to choices you make? Well, let's talk more about that with Kayvon Kean on today's podcast of The Friday Habit. Welcome to The Friday Habit with Benjamin Manley and Mark Labriola II. The Friday Habit is for creators, entrepreneurs, and agency owners looking for actionable ideas on how to grow their business and be more profitable. We'll pull from our combined knowledge of over 20 years and interview thought leaders that will inspire you and give you the motivation you need to kick your business into high gear. Buckle up. It's Friday. Hey, Mark. Hey, Ben. Hey, um, just a quick PSA. I, I just took up a new hobby and I want to kind of see if you guys have any new hobbies, but I just need to make a PSA that I found a new hobby that's amazing around the, the holiday season. Okay. What is that? It's knitting. Knitting <laughs> is amazing. My wife found up in my daughter's closet, like a knitting set that she had gotten for Christmas at one point and never opened. We opened it the other day. I was like, this is really cool. Knitting is awesome. And so I went and bought like four things of yarn some little hat looms and I've been knitting hats in the evenings while we watch TV. So have you ever tried knitting? Uh, you know what I have and I've knitted a scarf. What? Uh, Yes. Um, in order to get the, um, the swooning eyes of my wife. Oh, okay. (laughs) You handmade her a scarf. Okay. Well, yeah, it was like she was knitting. And so I was like, okay, how can I spend more time with this amazing, gorgeous woman? And so I was like, Hey, mm -hmm. uh, like maybe you could teach me how to knit. And so then it was like, let's <laughs> hang out more and you could teach me how to knit and then I can knit a scarf and like, uh-huh. you know. Did it work? It was, <laughs> yeah, I married her. <laughs> Here oh, we are so 17 was, years later. Oh, okay. So, okay. So I did the same thing with my wife, except for she was on a dance team. I joined the dance team to get to know her. You started knitting. I mean, we do yeah. a lot of things for love, right? Exactly. Yeah. Love has brought us to, to where we are. That's right. I want to include Kayvon in this. I was, I was going to yeah. ask Kayvon. Uh, <laughs> glad you're on the show, Kayvon. How about you? Any any uh, things <laughs> that you have done for love slash any new hobbies that you've picked up? Or are you a knitter? Uh, well, I became very curious through Mark's uh, scarf. I would love to see <laughs> how that captured how your wife's out. part. <laughs> or Benjamin, your dance moves in this case. <laughs> yeah, uh, the dance moves, I don't think that was part of the appeal. Uh, but Mark, yeah, what, did your scarf turn out uh, looking good or does it look like a series of knots? Yeah, you know, it actually turned out okay. It's a little okay. like a uh, scraggly looking. Okay. Um, I'm sure we have it. Some I, I, you know, I, I, if I knew we were going to talk about this, I would have the <laughs> scarf ready to show you guys. Right. Um, but you know, it kept my neck warm for many years. I would wear it. Um, you know, in the wintertime and. Nice. Uh, then I had a good story too of like the neck that got me the or the scarf that got me the, <laughs> the woman. Ne- uh huh. You know, and uh, <laughs> it'll all be good. But yeah. Um. I haven't done it ever since then, though. And it is like it is like you have to be very patient, and mm-hmm. it's you know, I don't. It's know. very repetitive. It but is I very actually, repetitive. I find that comforting when I'm thinking all day and my brain hurts. I'm like, I just want to sit down and do the same thing over mm-hmm. and over, and slowly something cool will happen, right? Yeah. <laughs> Cave on. I wish yeah. the audience could see Cave on. He just sitting here smiling, like <laughs> laughing at us. He's like, you guys are dorks. <laughs> I know. I'm already <laughs> learning so much. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> More than you ever wanted to know. <laughs> That's right. Well, hey, you know, so we've been hanging out talking here for the few minutes. If you if you remember episode 8384, Scale Your Company and Protect Your Culture, we had a great conversation with Kayvon. He recently 
uh, came out with a, a new book, and so uh, he wanted to come back on the show and kind of talk about that, and we just had a great conversation last time, so we thought we'd have him over um, to chat, and if you didn't catch those episodes, go back and listen to them, um, but Kayvon is an entrepreneur, teacher, and senior advisor to the McKenzie and Company in Amsterdam, um, and his work has helped thousands of leaders and teams thrive during difficult times, so um, we're excited to have you back, back on the show, and um, just look forward to a very insightful conversation and to kind of hear more about this this book and and um, you know what brought you to write it and and some of the key points. But before we get started, I have a um, a question for you, a little icebreaker. Since you haven't made any scarves, uh, have you ever saved an animal's life or uh, like a human's life? Um. Or have you been saved? I'll, I'll tell you a quick story. I was, <laughs> I, I when I was younger, I lived in Hawaii on the Hawaiian Islands of Maui, and we were at the beach and we were, you know, with a group of people hanging out. I was maybe about eight years old, and I kind of left the little party and I went out to the ocean. And there was a really um, strong riptide that was taking place, and I started drowning. And my mom jumped into the water to try to save me. And then we were drowning together. So we were both being like sucked under, like, you know, it was very scary and traumatizing, but it was the strangest thing. Like this man and his wife were walking down the beach and he went into the water and he grabbed us and pulled us out onto the shore. And it was almost like an angel, you know, it was like that experience where it's like you thought you were going to die. And then it was like your life was saved. And then it was just kind of like, he just kept walking him and his wife like walking it was just like that was it you know and so it was like this weird magical experience where you know i was saved so Kayvon, was that you no <laughs> were, you the, were you the man Kayvon? Kayvon, maybe Kayvon saved you 35 years ago Kayvon still looked so. the same he's an angel <laughs> a cherub oh, yeah. who never ages <laughs> I enjoyed swimming, but I wasn't that good. But it did, uh, does remind me of a, a, a moment. Uh, yeah, I was in South America and I was walking actually on the beach and I saw someone a bit further. And uh, this person had uh, there's something about the, their eyes was some panic I noticed. And I looked mm. around and I saw nobody else was noticing it. In my uh, very poor Spanish, I said, try to say something around ayuda or like, Maybe we need to help. Nobody paid attention. And uh, I did uh, went after her. And uh, uh, it turned out that she was stuck. Uh, she couldn't uh, get back on shore. And uh, it was, uh, yeah, it's like time stands still. It's just like being in a movie type of thing. But yeah. uh, it took a while, actually, to uh, get back. So I'm not sure if I saved uh, uh, her life, but uh, it was... Uh, yeah, a very memorable uh, experience. Wow, yeah. I'm, I'm sure you did. I mean, or if anything, you provided support and, you know, comfort to help you guys get back to, you know, shore. So, yeah. Yeah. And uh, we're also not in touch. So this, uh, yeah, there's something about uh, helping somebody and then. Mm. And then, and then yeah. you're gone. Yeah. yeah. It's just like that moment in time, you know. And then she probably tells the story about this angel, this baby cherub saved me from the, the uh, currents. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Or this person, I was having fun and then just pulled me over to the shore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was minding my own business, enjoying the beach, and this stranger came and tackled me and pulled me to the shore. <laughs> I was very proud of himself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. I, I wish my wife was on the show. It would be like, hey, have you ever 
save someone's life. It's like she was a stay-at-home mom for however many years. I mean, yeah, like every day for like eight <laughs> years I did. Yeah, I maneuvering children hot dogs out of their throat. <laughs> like and every day. It's just like a day in the life right there. A few yeah. hundred episodes for your podcast. Right. That's right. Yeah, we need to get, maybe we'll get the wives on. And we yeah. have a whole conversation about being married to entrepreneur and, you know, business owners and see... <laughs> I bet that would really connect, actually. We'll, <laughs> we'll plan that in the new year. So, Kayvon, what have you been up to? How, how have you been this past you know, year? I know we talked just uh, you know, a few months ago, several mm-hmm. months ago, but you know, what's, what's been going on in your world? What has been some of the things you've noticed um, you know, as we're coming to the end of this year? Mm-hmm. Um, are you starting to see some things um, kind of level off? Or uh, you know, what, what's the word on the street? So... Uh, privately, uh, I would say I uh, keep learning at home from my uh, little daughter, uh, who's uh, mm-hmm. almost uh, a year old uh, by the time mm. I think this podcast will come out. So every day, it's a new day and uh, so many exciting things happen. Uh, I think professionally, I'm very happy uh, uh, the book uh, got published. Uh, it's uh, something that was on my mind for a long time, but it's also nice yeah. to have it uh, out there tang- in a tangible way. I think it's timely. Uh, also, the first book we talked about, What is Water? One thing I'm noticing, and who knows what the future will bring, is that uh, uh, many clients, many people I'm working with, there was something psychologically about... You know, in the new year, 2022, you know, everything's going to, you know, be different, be better and, uh-huh. and the like. And especially for the past few weeks with the ongoing news and the things that are happening, the uncertainties, it's it's sinking even further in people's thoughts that uh, this is maybe the situation for quite a, a indefinite time for now. And uh, that's, uh, that's a big realization here. You're in out. You're on Amsterdam. Yes, I live in Amsterdam. Okay, yeah. yeah. And so, you know, how how's the climate out there as far as with the coronavirus and other things like that? Because, you know, Amsterdam was is uh, uh, one of the more freer countries, right? And there's a lot of uh, you know um, things going on there. But what is that? What is it like there? So uh, this week there was a news announcement that uh, uh, for the Christmas days or New Year's and all of that, all the current restrictions will stay intact. And uh, of course, you can imagine many people were some kind hopeful that uh, they could be spending it with their large families, large groups, uh, that sense of community. So uh, I I don't think it's very different than many other places, uh, how uh, the things are. And uh, this, of course, also has an effect on many entrepreneurs I work with, many uh-huh. uh, clients, uh, other leaders who uh, for now, somehow, maybe some of them, even if they were running on some kind of adrenaline, right, as in, you know, we're going to make this work, we're going to get to the finish line, but realizing that uh, uh, it's, it's, it's a much longer marathon than yeah. uh, hey, making it till the holidays and then uh, things will get better. And uh, yeah. I would say that is one reason I thought the, uh, the book was timely, uh, the thoughts are timely, because it is about how do you deal with that continuous sense of uncertainty. Yeah. Yeah, you know, one thing that I've really, like, felt over the past couple years is that, w- one, is I feel like, 
you know, being careful about what you're consuming, you know, whether mm-hmm. it be too much news, too much social media. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think a lot of times when we consume a lot of that stuff, it actually distracts us from reality. You know, we can see all these things going on or hear this chatter or whatever politics or whatever distracting and discouraging and uh, make you feel hopeless or make you feel that nothing's ever going to change. You know, but when I turn all those things off and I take stock of my life and, you know, my business and my family, I find that there's a lot of good happening mm. and, and a lot of, um, uh, you know, blessing and success and all these other areas of my life. But sometimes when I'm consuming too much of those other things, it makes me feel like there is no good, you know. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, yeah, I, I feel like because when it's interesting because it, I, I hear what you're saying as far as like yeah, there's a sense of like oh we thought this was going to be over and that we get back to business as usual in 2022, and but on the other hand, I do feel like there is a sense of um, I don't know. I think like hope for me. Like I, I, okay. I for me, I look at 2022 sure. and I'm really excited about <laughs> it. Like I think. 2021, it was like coming out of 2020, it was really depressing and, Mm -hmm. you know, there were still a lot of uncertainties. And so 2021 was like a replay, Mm -hmm. you know, of like 2022 or 2020. But for some reason, I think in my own like being, I feel this sense of like really excited for 2022 and like (laughs) that it's an opportunity for, you know, um, new beginnings and opportunity to find new business and uh, new opportunities and to look at all that I can look back at 2021 and be like, wow, like my business did really well. I made some new clients. I learned a lot of good lessons Mm -hmm. and I had some great times with my friends and uh, it, it was a it was a good year. Year. And so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm actually like really looking forward to 2022 Great. and uh, am, am just excited to see like what it's going to bring, you know? <laughs> yeah. Hopefully many pleasant surprises uh, for all of us. Yeah. Yeah. So, and yeah, I mean, I, it's cool to, to, you know, you have that little baby. I just remember my kids are 13, 10 and eight. And so but I do remember. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Um, but I do remember that th- that season, especially when they're one and two, and and they're just like these little bundles of joy, and they're so <laughs> curious and squishy, and you know they still can be held by you, and they're not like always trying to escape, and uh, you know so that's a really that's a really exciting season that you're entering into with with your your daughter. So I'm excited for you. That's that's going to be great. Well, thanks for noticing and pointing that out. I think uh, listening to you, it's also good to keep in mind that it's. You know, it's and, and, you know, these things that are happening out there are happening out there. At the same time, your business, as you say, is fortunately doing well. Family is healthy. Your surroundings are good. So uh, what do you choose to focus on? And uh, for some people, it might not be uh, the same case. But, uh, you know, noticing what's going well and protecting and cultivating that will be uh, even more important going forward. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your book. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called it's called What Is Wisdom, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and when you when you were writing it, um, you know, tell us a little bit about that journey of you know where that idea come came from, how it maybe played off your your first book, What Is Water, and um, you know what are some of the key the key takeaways you know from it. So the thought is. Uh, focus of the first book was very much around 
how do you stay sane in that crazy changing world? And this was already pre-pandemic, uh, as you know. Mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, when one is feeling overwhelmed, that might be the goal, right? I, I want to feel empowered. I want to feel the opposite of overwhelmed and so forth. And it is only after uh, working with clients for a long time and having these conversations, coming to realization also that, okay, Imagine you can stay sane in that crazy changing world, Mark, as you just shared uh, the way that you focus and think about your home and uh, work and all those things. Uh, then what, right? You, you, you still have a business. You still need to make decisions. It's still extremely uncertain. And realizing that many things uh, cannot be quantified anymore, your decisions. You cannot just put and say, hey, we're going to look at the pros and the cons or we're going to look at this model and it's going to say hey you should invest or not uh think back to march april 2020 we wouldn't even know what's going to happen you know next tomorrow let alone a year from now and uh that for me was uh, also a phase that it forced me to think and ask myself this question like what what would a wise person do in this situation Right? Uh, would you invest or not? Uh, also, like I think about your company financials. Uh, would you uh, move or not? Would you follow the news or not? Go to go close your office and go completely remote <laughs> or not? <laughs> or not? Right? And <laughs> this just sort short short circuits it because our our minds, our brains, uh, just like you say, are not used to these excesses. You cannot follow the news as much as you can because they probably our ancestors never had that many news and they're maybe almost in a lifetime as much as we have maybe in a few <laughs> weeks and these right. difficult choices that you existential choices that you almost have to make it's also a lot it's uh, uh for many people it's actually too much and the book uh gives you a, a, an advisory board uh, especially when you're feeling a bit uh, alone, of uh, all these philosophers, all these thinkers from all these centuries, uh, from Aristotle to Nietzsche to uh, many others. And each of them tries to help you think through your current situation, but from their own unique point of view. And for me, that felt very helpful, very refreshing. And I noticed for many of the people I was working with as well, because it was not necessarily that this one philosopher, the, you know, Aristotle always had the answers, or in this case, uh, Kant really knew how uh, life worked, or Nietzsche. But the idea that you could switch between all these ways of thinking when you're stuck uh, in one of them, that felt very liberating. And then you could say, okay, I don't know the calculations, I cannot predict what's going to happen, but these are my values. And no matter what, I want to look back and say I made these decisions for my employees, for my family, for others, based on this particular value. And that brings a clarity, and then you can move on. And, and I think it saves you from probably feeling uh, a lot of guilt or regret if things don't work out, mm -hmm. right? Because if, if they don't work out, you can say, well, I, I made the decision from my values, and I, you know... Uh, made the wisest decision I could at the time. And so mm -hmm. you don't have to 
you know, live with that like guilt of like, oh, I should have done something different or I should have made I should a have different thought decision it or, through better yeah. or anything like right. that. And you can say, yeah, I, I thought maybe I should do it based on my values. I've thought about what Nietzsche would say about my want or what I can do and so forth. And then you move on because uh, life is a continu in a continuous flow as well. Yeah. Uh, and you don't want to get stuck through, you know, paralysis by analysis, as you could say. Yeah. So the title of your book is What is Wisdom? A Collection of Practical Thoughts for Better Decisions in Life. Can you tell us a little bit about what types of decisions this is for? So I'm thinking of everything for like, should I marry this person? Is this the person for me? Down to like, oh, uh, which type of electric bike should I get? You know, <laughs> maybe I should compare these electric bikes down to like, uh, what color shirt should I wear today? Mm -hmm. So like where on that scale is this <laughs> kind of approach? Do you find it kind of useful to use this decision making? It's useful on the level of, uh, should I knit this scarf or not? <laughs> <laughs> okay, got it. <laughs> <laughs> and you see what, what good can come out of that one particular decision. Uh, I would okay. say um, uh, the book doesn't uh, uh, imply or pretend that you can't, you know, the reader is not capable of taking day-to-day -day decisions, right? What should I eat sure. tonight or should I call my friends or... So uh, if you're feeling comfortable on those things, that's fine. But uh, the book is mainly for those moments where you feel that much is at stake mm. and you're in a position to make a decision. Even if you decide not to make a decision, of course, that's a decision. So you're in a mm -hmm. position that you have to think it through and uh, you actually don't really know what to do. Uh, there's a risk that uh, with good intentions, your decision will make a bad situation even worse. Uh, mm -hmm. There's a risk that you're going to waste your time because you may, you're may you focusing on things you maybe cannot control or influence and that you might regret. You might uh, all of a sudden find yourself uh, forgetting about yourself again. Uh, we're so focused on maybe, you know, what's the good thing to do maybe for this person or that person. And Nietzsche comes and says, let's pause for a moment. What do you want? Uh, mm. uh, so when, is a, when a lot is at stake, the answers are not clear. What do you do? All right, we're going to pause this conversation here. Uh, go to thefridayhabit.com. There you can find show notes for this episode. Uh, there you can also find links to our websites and ways to get in touch. At the bottom of the page, you can download our guide to the Friday Habit System that will show you how to set aside one full day each week dedicated to working on your business instead of in your business. If you're not already, make sure you subscribe. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode and want to hear next week's episode, subscribe so you get notified. Uh, also, leave us a review in Apple Podcast app uh, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you want to potentially be on one of our episodes uh, with a question you ask us, go ahead and record a quick message in your phone, voice memo, and email it to hello at the Friday Habit .com. Until next time, live every day like it's Friday.